Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I just need to know who got the bail money because I'm going to jail today. I'm telling you now, I am going to be incarcerated because I told Paul, I told Paul, I said, listen, Paul McGuire Grimes, when the color purple comes out and you get a chance to interview Fantasia, Tarashi, and all the cast and characters, including Oprah, from the musical that comes out on Christmas Day, just lay me hang behind the curtain. Hide me under the sofa. I just want to be in the room. I would like to know what Oprah smells like. Now, I go on my social media channels yesterday. And I see that Paul has interviewed the entire cast of The Color Purple. I mean, they're laughing, they're talking. He's got playbills from when Coleman was here in the Twin Cities doing a performance. And they're just having a good old time yucking it up. Now, I know Paul has my phone number. I know he has my email address. He has all my social media channels. He knows how to reach me. 
But somehow, when Paul was getting ready to interview the entire cast of The Color Purple, because he interviewed everybody, he forgot to call me. So I brought him on my show to give him a chance to explain himself before I do him harm. Hey, 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 Paul. Hey, Paul. Oh, hey, Shaletta, hey, how Paul. are you? Hi, hi. Mm-mm, I think those Bundren babies mm-mm, forgot to mm-mm. give you my message. <laughs> do you know what you <laughs> Don't put it on the kids. Don't you put it on the kids. They must, uh, did, they must not have told you I called you. I <laughs> Don't you make me put my kids in foster care. Don't you make me do it. I tell them all the time, you keep cutting up. You're going to, yep. <laughs> you're going to foster yep. care. Paul, oh, my God. I was just so – I must have watched these interviews about 10 times. I was so oh, excited you. for you to interview thank the you. entire cast of The Color Purple. Tell me what that experience was like. Because, okay, you got to tell me why they separated the women and the guys. They had, like, Harpo and Mr., and that was – and then they had the, the Lady Suge and Sophia and um uh, and 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 uh and, and Seely. You know, so they separated the interviews. I didn't like that part. I wanted everybody to be in the room together. Well, you know, I oh where do we even begin with this? These interviews for me were some of the most affirming interviews I have done in a long time. Not only just like professionally and me getting the chance to do that, but their conversations about what's the color purple by Alice Walker means to them, what it meant to be in this movie, what it meant to be working mm-hmm. together. And you could just feel the love and the passion that they not only had together as a cast, but also they want to do this material right. And you can see how this story just transcends decades, generations, and you can tell it in a novel, in a movie, in a musical on Broadway, in a movie musical. So you can tell it in different mediums and have it reach someone just a little bit differently. And to see Taraji talk, you know, I asked her, you know, what? so there's a big song at the end of the movie called I'm Here that Fantasia sings as Seely. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I said to all three of the ladies, when did you, when did you know, whether personally or professionally, that you could say, I'm here? And Fantasia gave a great answer. Danielle talked about being in Orange is the New Black and realizing that, like, yes. there's space for everyone. You know, she can be with with Taraji and Viola. There's space for everyone. And then Taraji talked about the story of being overseas promoting Empire because they weren't even going to have Empire overseas because they said the industry says that Black doesn't travel overseas. And then people overseas were watching it, downloading it, and then they brought it over there, and she was doing a press conference, and everyone was applauding her. They stood up on their feet talking about Taraji, and then she went outside and saw all of everyone rooting for her, and she knew, like, yes, I'm here. And it was just like this affirmation that they all had was beautiful. And then to talk to Coleman and Corey about – Corey didn't even have to audition to play Harpo. He's such an amazing, talented, you know, Broadway actor and Juilliard actor. He didn't even have to audition for the role. And then to have Coleman talk about what the novel means to him. You know, we talked a little bit about him being at the Guthrie Theater here in Minneapolis. And it it, it mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, and they were great. Gosh. Okay, and so how did they pull you together. out of that room? How did they pull you out of that room? How, how did well, they pull you out of that room? I, because I still be there asking questions. Well, I want to. That was what we were all kind of talking about. And, it, you know, behind the scenes, like, we get, you get four minutes, and they are tight. Like, they what? are toning you down. 
as you're delivering. So you're talking to the talent and you have someone literally behind them off to the side counting you down. What two minutes, one minute wrap. And I'm just like, how can I squeeze another question? How can I get the most out of them? So then us reporters are in the hallway like, hey, how many questions did you get in? What are your thoughts are? Maybe ask them one question. <laughs> it was like, how can we make the most of all of their time? So that we we can get stuff, they get to answer, they get to talk and share their stories. Um, and, I mean, I could have sat there, Coleman and Corey. And I, oh, so here's a little backstage story. So Coleman, I, we were talking about the Guthrie. So after we were done with the interview, I had the playbill from the from the Guthrie because he we talked about it during the interview. And he's like, "Do you want me to sign that?" And I was like, "Well." Yeah, I would love to, but I don't want to wait. I don't want to take up your time because I had a flight sketch. They were shuffling people in and out of those rooms. They were on lunch break. They were coming up on a lunch break. So Coleman then took the time to sign my program. And then I still had the ticket inside of the program. He signed the ticket as well. And we just had a really genuine, like, great moment together. And he is, if people don't know Coleman Domingo, he's a Emmy winner from Euphoria. He's been on Broadway in the Scottsdale. Scottsboro Boys. He's done a ton of movies. He's in the movie right now on Netflix called Rustin, which he plays Bayard Rustin. I want everyone to see it. It's an amazing movie. And then for him to play Mr. and Color Purple is just another really great crowning achievement for him. I do think that he will get a Best Actor nomination for Rustin. He, he's been nominated a lot already this season. Maybe a Best Supporting Actor for The Color Purple, but to have him in both these roles right now is just, I want everyone to know the name Coleman Domingo if they don't already. Okay, now let's get to the actual movie. Tell me yes. what you thought of Color Purple, the musical. I really enjoyed it. I have not had a chance to see the musical on stage, so I can't you know, necessarily compare mm -hmm. the movie to the movie to the musical, but I think that they did a really great job of telling the story, highlighting different elements that maybe we couldn't do in the Spielberg movie, that maybe we couldn't do on stage, and letting these actors shine. Fantasia Barino is so stunning as Seeley. She played the role on Broadway back in 2007 and then did the national tour. So then to see her play the role again with a little bit more depth to have some life experience under her belt, you know, since then was really enriching. Taraji plays Sugar Avery and she knows how to make an entrance. When she comes in to sing Push the Button, she's got this gorgeous red dress on with the feather hat and it's she's fantastic. Danielle Brooks, who plays um, Sophia, born to play mm -hmm. the role of Sophia. She is phenomenal. And like, it, it, it's, it's really moving. Now, I have a music theater background. So like, I was still kind of like thinking about the music element of it. And the music, if people don't know the music in it, I do think that it comes across as more spirituals, as more soul, blues, mm -hmm. than your traditional mm -hmm. Broadway musical. This isn't necessarily, there's a lot of choreography in the movie, but it's not like a razzle-dazzle type of show. So I think that the music and the music numbers mm -hmm. are still kept a little bit more realistic. I do think that those numbers could have been a little, a little elevated, a little more heightened, just to give the movie a little bit different pacing, some more highs and lows, some of it felt a little flat, mm -hmm. but I do think overall that they do a great job of presenting the story. And you do get to expand a little bit on the Suge Seely relationship. And what does Suge mean to Seely? And how does Seely break free from Mr. because of what Suge means to her? And I think all of that um, is well captured here that you couldn't maybe really do on screen before. 
Yeah, they did not explore that at all. It was kind of a, a question mark. And, and so many yes. people who saw the original movie who did not read the book were very confused. And so I yes. was glad that they were able to elaborate on that relationship, yes. um, that they were able to put that in the spotlight because, you know, I, I remember even watching it um, as a, you know, because I was a young girl when the movie came out, but I remember mm -hmm. going with, um, you know, my family. It was a, you know, kind of a destination event like it yeah. is now, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And and we went, and I was like, I was like, so are they just friends? What is what's going on? <laughs> over here? Uh, you know, there's yeah, there's more really to it than this, but I, they're really, yes, there really, yeah, yeah. So so it is it is really good that you know that these characters are able to live out the true meaning of the characters in the book. Um, yeah, and that we're living in a society today where people can just be free to love and exactly. and, and be who they authentically are. And yeah. I, I just I, I appreciate the realness of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I hope people that go see the movie musical know that it is a musical that it's and try. Yeah. Not OK. So, so say, right. Will you talk to the people? The people are online <laughs> mad because it's a musical. Oh. I was like, they say it in the title. It says Color Purple, the musical. Did you see, not see that part? <laughs> I know. I've been on TikTok and I've been seeing people coming out of the theater reviewing it. I'm like, did you not know this was a musical? And, it, and I also don't want people to compare it to Spielberg's movie because that's a movie that was made in 1985. You do things differently now and you can play around with different things. And if you're just comparing movie to movie, you're kind of missing out on letting this cast, its director, Blitz Buzzawooly, have their moment shine and do what they can do with the material. You know, when you start comparing left and right, or you're comparing Fantasia to Whoopi, or you're comparing Danielle to Oprah, I think you're doing a disservice to this, these, this cast and all of the creative talent behind this movie. Okay, so when you um, look at the movie, what was the highlight of it for you? Oh man, I think I think the highlight really um, is Danielle Brooks as Sophia. She just is an absolute force. I know she's going to get an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress. And there's a scene at a dinner table um, in the climax. I don't want to give away too much, but just to see like all of the women and like the sisterhood of the story come together in one scene, it was breathtaking and just great. And then the ending is really beautiful too. And you can see the ending in the trailer, okay, but I don't want to so give it away, you, but it's a very beautiful moment. Okay, so you have to tell me this. Uh, somebody said that Sierra was in the movie. Now, I have yes. not gone to see Color Purple, the musical, yet, mm -hmm. but I was wondering, why is she on the red carpet with her big old sparkly belly? <laughs> what is she doing in all the social media posts? Why? I yeah. thought she was like me, like a hanger-on. Like, if you would have took me with you, I would have just been like a hanger-on, like I'm with him. Right. So I thought maybe she was like, I'm with Fantasia, or I'm with, yeah, you know, she had Taraji. Nice, but then somebody yeah. said, no, she's in the, she's in the movie. She plays adult Nutty. So Holly Bailey plays her as a child, and then she plays her as an adult, who we see at the very end. And then John Batiste is also in it. If people know who John Batiste is, what? he also has a yes. small role in the film, too, who I love. He's, he's phenomenal. Oh, oh, I, I can't wait to go and see it. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to go and check it out after um, I get off the air so we can compare notes. But Please I want to keep do. you around for another segment because I have to talk to you about something. Um, you know, Taraji's been making the rounds. She's been talking about pay disparities. Um, yes. And, you know, when you start talking about black women and, and pay disparities and how less she was paid 
for roles, um, how she has to demand her worth and still only get a fraction of that. And, you know, mm -hmm. as she's doing these media interviews, she's continuing to shine a light on that. I want to hear your take on it. And we're going to continue that discussion coming up next. Taraji says the math ain't mathing on pay equity in Hollywood for black women. Uh, she shared her frustrations about the persistent gender and racial pay gap um, while she has been promoting the color purple. Uh, I've got my friend Paul, uh, Twin Cities movie critic here joining me on the show. And Paul, she's been talking about this every chance she gets when she is on stage and there is a microphone in her face. She is talking about this pay equity issue in Hollywood for black women, even tearing up when she uh, discusses it. And I know you only have four minutes. Was that some of what you talked about in your interview with her when you were talking uh, about the color purple? I, no, I did not get a chance um, because the, they, that four minutes just flew by so fast. But I am so happy that she is talking about it because not enough people do talk about it. And we started to have those conversations, different types of conversations like that when the SEG after strike and the WGA strike was going on, which was a lot about pay and equity and residuals and all that. So I'm glad that Tarashi can break it down even further to talk about the pay disparity amongst black actresses and what, where that all goes to. I think some people here in Hollywood, oh, she works in Hollywood. They make billions and billions of dollars. And then they forget, no, that's actually not the truth. And here's where all that money has to go to. So it really doesn't come out like a lot and she now has i mean yes she was an empire she was able to she was able to talk about that back then but now that she's been able to talk about it again she's bringing it up again any chance she gets so the more that we can talk about it the more we can understand it to hopefully make things different and make things better and more equitable and you know it is just so stunning to hear how you know she was in uh benjamin button with Brad Pitt and you know she was able to bump her salary up to $150,000 but that was far below the $500,000 that she was expecting to make as the third billed actor of this movie and you and yes. I both know what Brad made well what did he oh. get like 10 million dollars or something it was ridiculous At least, yeah I mean you know she was coming off of Hustle and Flow, she'd been perform mm -hmm. she had performed on the Oscars, and then she gets a chance to work with Brad and David Fincher to do Curious Case of Benjamin Bowman. She laid it, was so good in that movie, got an Oscar nomination for that movie, but was paired, what was, she was paid pennies compared to Brad, Kate Blanchett, and, you know, even going into this movie, she was so lowballed quite a bit because the industry thinks that they can do it, so now she's talking about it. And I think the outcome of her talking about it, on the one hand, can bring awareness, but then people are very quick to tear her down again because Oprah Winfrey is a producer on the movie, same as Steven Spielberg, same as Quincy Jones, and they want to tear the two of them apart and say, with Taraji talking about pay disparity, she must be feuding with Oprah, and then you have all these rumors right now about a feud between them, which I think is so disappointing to hear because i don't believe it but it's also disappointing that people even want to go there and try to bring that up 
Well, you know, it's easier to talk about a rumor. Um, it's easier to talk about a few than it is to actually address the issue. It's kind of like my kids. If if we're <laughs> talking about something and a squirrel or a dog pass by, it's over. It's a wrap. We can't continue to have our discussion because their attention is focused and drawn somewhere else. It's a smoke screen. And so instead of talking about the pay disparity, we're talking about whether Taraji is mad at Oprah and reading body language and photos and videos and pictures. And what we really should be talking about is how unfair the system is. And then we see, you know, black female actresses who stop working or, you know, who can barely make ends meet or who die poor and penniless. And you're thinking, well, wait a minute. They were in all these blockbuster movies. They were, right. you know, the, the top actresses in, in so many opportunities. Why, why didn't they save their money? You know, but a lot of times people don't tell the truth about what they make. They don't tell the, you know, the whole story because right. they don't want to be blackball, Paul. Nobody, you know, no. you don't want to be the angry black lady. Well, yes, uh, you know, you're you're absolutely right on that, because if, as soon as you start speaking out, it's, well, why can't you just be grateful? Why can't you just accept what you're given? Why can't you just be happy? You know, I I think so many people are told that, and it's even worse for women of color, that, you know, you can't speak up or else you're going to be low-balled or black-balled or not work again, because they don't want to, they could find someone else that can, well, that will work for even less, which is so disappointing. And and you see it now already. You know, people are saying we're tired of hearing about it. Would she stop talking about it? Like you said, can't you just be grateful to be in the movie? But if nobody's talking about it, then nothing is going to change, Paul. Correct. How do you how do you make change if you don't talk about the issues? And this is why I like when people use their platform to talk about important issues. You know, when people are accepting awards and they want to talk about something that matters. Great. Good on them. Like they've got a platform, they can use it. And if they're a person of power like Taraji is, she should be talking about these things. And I applaud her so much for talking about them because she's got people that will listen and she's got clout in the industry of hopefully making change. And then she can inspire others. She can inspire Danielle Brooks to put her foot down. She can inspire someone like maybe Dave and Joey Randolph to put her foot down. You know, they can all come together and say, no, we're not putting up with this anymore. And and it's going to take all of us to work together. I, I do a lot of speaking in the Twin Cities. And, yeah. you know, I can't tell you how many times, Paul, people will say, well, can you come and be our feature speaker at this MLK event? This was just, you know, this earlier this month. And I said, well, here's what I charge. And they said, oh, yeah. well, we are not accustomed to paying speakers. We don't have a budget for that. I said, well, wait a minute. You got a budget for the chairs. You got a budget for security. You got a budget for the room. You got a budget for the sound system, the entertainment the decorations, yes, yes. the publicity, but you don't have a budget for me. For the so when you got talent. to me, you got broke. And so what I'm doing is I'm telling, you know, other female speakers, black women like Miss Shannon and, and Jasmine yeah, and, and, and yeah. so many others. I'm like, girl, don't go up in there and speak for free. You decide <laughs> no. what your worth is. You decide what you want to be paid and then demand that. And and Absolutely. if they don't want to pay you, then don't go. But if, if folks keep going for free, they're going to continue to do um what they're doing. And, and I remember, Paul, it was like earlier this summer, I was on a panel and there was one other African-American woman with me. And so we were talking and I said, um, I said, I just want to make sure you got your fee. And she said, what fee? I said, are they not paying you? She said, no, they didn't offer me any pay. Paul, look what I told the organizer. I said, now, listen, you got a panel with five people. You have paid everybody except the black woman. I said, now, I'm going to tell you this. I said, either you pay her or I'm going on social media and let everybody know that you didn't pay her. 
So you have a choice to make. The choice is yours. <laughs> and I'm not even going to, I Paul, I told him, I said, I'm not even going to tell her that I'm talking to you. I'm just going to wait for her to call me back and tell me right. that she got paid. But the choice is yes. yours. You know, it's yes. just, it's horrible that in, in, in the year uh, 20 and 23 of our Lord, that these are still things that we have to deal with. It is. And I feel like it, it happens even more in the entertainment industry. Like for you and I, as freelancers, sometimes we get asked, oh, can you make this appearance? Can you come here? Can you do that? And then you try to ask for what you're paid for. And there's not a budget for it or we can't. Mm-mm. And I, Mm-mm. I struggle with that myself because I want to, I'm a yes man. I want to say yes. I you are so accommodating. You are so I... sweet. You are so sweet. <laughs> but that gets me in trouble because then I'm not. I'm not asking for my worth, and I. I that is a struggle of mine, and I'm trying to be better about that. But there are things I've turned down where I'm like, it's not going to pay. Like I can't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to walk away from my husband and my daughter to go do eight hours for free. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and by the time you spend gas and um, you leave, you know, other opportunities to go and do something, um, your baby got to eat uh, and yes, your baby got to go to college one day. And your baby, uh, last I checked, was not sewing her own clothes. She needs nope. something to wear, Paul. Uh, yep, so yes, all yep. of that needs to uh, all that comes from you know, the work that you do. And so, you know, it's just really time that we change um, the culture of that being, you know, as common as it is. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, you, the, what you just said there, that's kind of what Taraji talks about in her post about the math ain't math. And she talked about how I may get paid this, but then I also have to pay my agent. I have to pay my, my team. I have to pay my manager. I have to pay this. And what about my kids? And what about this person? And then the glam, someone's going to do my hair. Someone's going to do my makeup, you know, like, there's so many people that work under her, that work for her, or there's people in Hollywood that work to help support their larger families, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a paycheck yeah. can only go so far. And it ain't going no far if all you're getting paid is $150,000 for a movie, and right. that movie takes eight months to do, and you can't pick up any other work, right. and the whole time you're still paying people. And then you wonder why these celebrities are doing visa commercials and selling potato chips and And, and they've got a liquor line. They've got a, you know, right. line to do. You know. <laughs> I want they got hair care products. <laughs> they, got, they got lotions and bath bombs. It's like they don't got That's no it. choice. <laughs> Yeah. I want to do an Irish whiskey line or a stout. I'm like, this is the Paul McGuire Grimes Irish whiskey. That's, there's any distilleries out there that want to partner with me. Let's do it. Well, I'm glad you are doing this show with me today. I love you. Thanks, Happy New Year, Thank you. Love you, too. All right. Take care. All right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 